0: Listen now to the stories of Christ Jesus from the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verses 11 through 16. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand, who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. one shepherd. And now please join me in reading the words of praise found in Psalm 100. Shout joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. This is the word of God for all the people of God. Thanks be to God.
1: Good morning. Before I start, I I will say that the meaning of my shirt, which says Austin Samba, will be concluded. Mysterious, I know. Sit with the word joy for just a moment. How does it land with you right now here on this day in June 2023? Does it resonate? And if so, what does it feel like in your body? Or does it feel like something too distant to remember? It can feel difficult, if not impossible, to experience joy when life is hard, both on a personal and a collective level. In the midst of national and global trauma and personal loss, I sometimes feel guilty embracing joy. But activists, spiritual leaders, and theologians, and others have reminded us that real, life-giving joy is an act of resistance to that which makes us believe that we, along with all human and non-human life, are not worthy enough to deserve unbounded love. It's an act of building the kingdom of God in the face of oppression, collective division, and a system that tells us that productivity and wealth are the only ingredients for happiness. This joy is not mutually exclusive from feelings, of course, of grief, pain, or anger. As poet and essayist Ross Gay writes in his latest book, Inciting Joy, which I highly recommend, what if joy is not only entangled with pain or suffering or sorrow, but is also what emerges from how we care for each other through those things? Tomorrow, we commemorate Juneteenth, marking June nineteenth, 1865 when Union troops announced to slaves in Texas that they were free. But this was over two years after Lincoln announced the Emancipation Proclamation declaring that slaves were officially and legally free in the United States. This holiday tomorrow invites all of us to recognize the pain of injustice for that delayed freedom for African Americans and to confess America's original sin of slavery. But as many have also noted, it is a day to experience the joy of countering white supremacy, of enacting justice for all, and to celebrate the beauty of black life and black lives. To care, as the psalmist says, for all the earth. It does get lighter, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) On a personal level, I think about a hot day in spring 2021 when Elliot, my partner Jack and I, went to the Honk Music Festival um, at a park near our house. The first stage we stumbled upon was a group of maybe 25 drummers and 20 dancers, maybe more. I was immediately captivated. It turned out that it was the Austin Samba School which performs different kinds of Brazilian dance styles. As Elliot and I stood together not more than five feet away from the dancers, I, and I think you too felt sheer, pure joy. The collective expression of joy through dance, through the body, was absolutely contagious. We couldn't help but dance. Our 30 minutes of being there felt like a spiritual experience to me. And akin to our psalm this morning, it felt almost like worshiping God, the foundation of enduring joy and love. 10 minutes into our encounter with the Samba School, I decided that ooh, I decided that I would seek out a way to keep this bit of joy alive in my life. So finally, just weeks ago, I went to the open season of the group, and they said no experience necessary, so I took them at their word. <laughs> I confess that I'm a terrible dancer when it comes to dance styles with form, but I, other ones are, I guess, okay. So I was a little nervous about showing up, not knowing a soul there with my flailing arms and feet that had never taken one Samba step in their 46 years. But I was and I am determined to keep trying anyway because I longed to feel the same joy that I felt that day and actually yesterday when Elliot and I heard them perform at a Juneteenth celebration and to practice it As theologian Miroslav Volf has said, joy is hard work. Perhaps that is what the psalmist hints at in framing their words as a command or a call. Joy is not only a gift to us, to our world, but also to God. Our dancing bodies and our songs are acts of praise, and they do not depend upon how well we dance, I believe this, trust this, or if we can stay on a tune. God might even prefer it that way if we arrive messy and even late, just as we are. I know in my bones that there is real and pure joy in the world, the kind I see in Eliot's face when he sings or paints or dances or wears his most rainbowy and fancy clothes, or when he speaks of his late, quirky and beloved Nana like she was here yesterday or when my incessant anxieties about my own worth dissolve. This same joy is the birthright of each one of us. May we claim the freedom, if not even the responsibility, to live it out, not only for ourselves, but for all the earth. Amen.
2: Psalm 100 is as universal a call to joyful worship as we find anywhere in the Bible. In it, as Jenny has just said, the psalmist addresses all the earth, every nation, all of humanity, inviting us to come together in the presence of God singing our noisiest happiest most thankful hymns of praise at the top of our lungs but as i read the psalm this week i found my vision narrowing as much as i tried to think globally i found myself my heart and my mind kept returning to the local I kept wondering, what if this universal call to joy is also a specific call to us who entered into God's presence this morning through those doors at the back of this humble sanctuary just off Palmer Lane in Austin, Texas? What if this psalm is a call to us to reflect on the source of our own joy when we, the United Christian Church of Austin, Texas, come together into God's presence. Because I do feel joy when I come here. You may have seen me occasionally dancing. I like to sing when my voice is better. Um, So I really do feel joy when I come into this congregation. Um, Do you? I hope that you do too. And interestingly, I've noticed that my joy at being in worship with you has not diminished over the 15 years I have been part of this congregation. Though I have been here through times of grief and celebration, as pastors have come and gone, as leadership has changed, as the pandemic isolated us and as we came back together, and as we have been reminded that even in Christian congregations, life is messy, marred by sin and confusion, and by the knowledge that even our best efforts to love one another can fail. Through all of that, and as we work to process it all, joy can hold steady. And I'm grateful to the psalmist for reminding me why this is the case. I'm thankful to the psalmist for calling us not just to worship, but to do the one thing that makes joyful worship possible. Psalm 100, verse three. The psalmist calls us to know that the Lord is God. It is God who made us and not we ourselves. We are God's people and the sheep of God's pasture. Our joy can be unwavering when we know, when we are deeply assured in our hearts, in our minds, in our souls, when we know that God is God, And we are not. Not one of us had the power to give ourselves life. God made us. And even the most active and dedicated among us did not give this church life. God called this congregation into being. And we are not sustained by having the perfect pastor or a flawless leadership team the best vacation Bible school, or even the most appealing website. Yes, our efforts matter very much, and we give glory to God when we offer God our best. But it is not our efforts that sustain us. And if we focused only on our own efforts, on doing everything right, uh, we would enter through these doors with fear with anxiety for ourselves, for our congregation, and for the future that is in store for us. But instead, we can enter into this sanctuary with joyful songs of praise, knowing that the Lord is God, and we are God's people, the sheep of God's pasture. We are nourished, guided, and deeply loved by the divine source of life, of our own lives, of our congregation's life, and of the life of the whole world. Thanks be to God.
3: is good and his love endures forever his faithfulness continues through all generations faith love support through all generations the final verse of psalm 100 speaks to the foundation of being able to know
2: joy
0: the
3: knowledge that you are loved and supported that you are cared for that you're not hungry or frightened. For many of us, the bedrock but that's incomplete. What I haven't often shared is that my father abandoned my family, mother, me, and two younger sisters. That happened when I was three years old, and after the divorce, he disappeared. No visits, no phone calls, no birthday cards, and certainly never a penny of child support. And yet, I still knew something of what a father was to a daughter because of my church family. The Young Married Fellowship Group, excuse me, the Young Married Couples Fellowship Group that my mother belonged to before the divorce kept her on the roster forever. And at those summer picnics, I was taught how to pitch a ball across home plate More importantly, how to hit the ball that was pitched to you. The athletic coaching included running and diving. Someone always offered us a ride to the United Church of Christ Camp Lake Bird Lodge for family weekends because although we owned a car, it was never reliable enough for a three-hour trip. A dad put together baby doll furniture when we were young and left their own family to deliver it on Christmas Eve after we were in bed, and when we were older, there were bicycles. Of course, there was lots of advice. Some solicited, some not, but hey, that's true for all dads, right? And there was help with college applications back when everything was an original and you put it in the snail mail. And perhaps spectacularly, This group of 1950s dads and stay-at-home moms came up with an offer that was breathtaking. When my youngest sister got a very difficult medical diagnosis, only two treatment options, both had very serious side effects. One of the dads called and said, The group had pledged $5,000 to allow my mother to take my sister anywhere in the world for a second or third opinion before embarking on treatment. Of course, my mom turned down the money, but all of us felt the love with which it was offered. All of us felt the love from these dads. Of course, it was the South, so we referred to all of them as our uncles. We knew what they had done made us feel safe and cared for by a man, by many men, because of our church family. And although much has changed in the decades since, including the knowledge that moms assemble furniture and coach sports teams as well as anyone, what hasn't changed is the opportunity we have as a church family today to share our talents and love. You just never know when as an individual you may be the father or grandfather that someone is missing from their life. Because if you want to feel joy and happiness, if you want other people to feel joy and happiness, you have to make sure they aren't hungry or afraid or lonely. And as a church, we are called to be at work in our community and in our world to make it possible for others to feel joy. Just as Jenny shared with us this morning, if we can open our hearts to the possibility of joy, we will find it, although maybe not always where expected. Just as Sarah shared with us, the joy that is ours in worshiping and living together as a community, being a Christian is an experience that can fill you with joy. So be filled with joy, be full of joy, be joyful, for you are loved. Amen.